Well, everyone, welcome back to the Two Dudes Rank Tunes podcast. I'm Bradley Cooper. And I am Curtis Cooper, and we are looking for a new Luden today! A new Luden! We are reviewing Bring Me the Bring Me the Horizon Post-Human Slash Survival Horror. As a reminder, everyone, I am not sick. I'm just recovering from a little bit of a cold. So in case I get a little sound a little bit of like a parasite Eve, that's why. <laughs> you are patient zero. Alright. So I only have, like, experience with one song with Bring Me the Horizon. Which, which is? On this album, which I'll talk about later. Yes. But, Curtis, do you have any experience with this band? Can you tell us a little, just I a mean, little bit? I have a little bit more. I am by no means, like, an old fan of uh, Bring Me the Horizon. I was really into their song Throne, which mm-hmm. you'd probably recognize. You just didn't realize it was by them. Yeah. It's like, uh, every, uh, it's like, um, Throne. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. And, oh, it's the one where, like, you can throw me to the wolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's like, probably, like, at least what I think is their most recognizable song. Yeah. And um, that's kind of, like, from their mid-era, whereas this is more of, like, their modern, obviously, their most modern album. And oh, yeah. they started out as a really hard metal band. Yeah, I definitely got the sense that there was a, some metalcore element Some screamo? Here. Yeah, some screamo here. There, it's a very, this is a very interesting band. Because... Yeah. I don't want to spoil too much, but it seems like it's got that metalcore sort of bass, and yeah. then it's got some emo lave over top of it. Absolutely. And then a little bit of rap rock. Yeah, just, just, just a little bit. Just a smidge. You, know, you can smell the Charlie scene <laughs> passing by like a ghost. Funny man. <laughs> they Okay. They should do a collab with Hollywood. Oh, that would be so good. Now, people would have lots of bad things to say about yeah. it, but I would be here for yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, we, we at the Two Dudes Rank Tunes podcast are supportive of the HU. Yes. To a certain extent. You know, hey, you know, hey, you know. You know they're, they're the albums are perfect hundreds, each oh, and every I, one of them. Everyone is a 99. <laughs> every song is a perfect 20. So, Brad, tell me about, like, kind of not getting into song spoilers. Okay. But what, what was your general experience with this album like? It wasn't what I expected it, because with one song I knew, I'm like, okay, this is going to be, like, heavy rock, hard, hard rock. Yeah. And then I listened to it, and I'm like, well, this had a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That's not necessarily a bad thing, Mm -hmm. but it is strange. I will give it that. Oh, it's it's a weird album, and I'm like, I think it... Comes from the fact that, like the album has basically two titles: post-human survival horror, where it's like they kind of have like they in terms of themes for this album, they kind of mix like a rise against like kind of social message with yes. more of like a pop culture zombie video game element that I find is really fun. Yeah, there was a lot of video yeah, game there, elements in here. There were more video game references than I initially thought there would be. And usually, okay. When a band sings about video games, normally it's I expect okay, this is going to be like a power metal group. Yeah, or or something a little cringy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you know, some rap group wants to reference Zelda, or like Yo Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> and this is actually a pretty short one. Okay, weirdly enough, some people define this as an EP. I feel like it might be a little too long. This to is an not an EP. I gotta draw the line no, right EPs there. These are five songs. Yeah, that's my opinion. Well, okay, I'd say six or less, because yeah. I think the Hollywood and Dead EP reviewed was six. And I mean, technically speaking, like, one of these songs is like an intro to another. Yeah. So, but still, even with that, there's still seven songs mm-hmm. on this, so. So, just, just to, like, get a little housekeeping away, did you grade Itch for the Cure and Kingslayer as one song? Yes. Okay, me too. Yeah. So, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Because, okay, 
When it comes to like intro songs or ones that are mostly spoken word, I just include that with my score yeah. of the song that comes after. And at least there wasn't like eight spoken word intros like in freaking uh, Planet down. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> down here on Planet Zero. Up yours, welcome more or less. <laughs> we'll see who cancels who. <laughs> I want to see like, okay. So, side note, I actually read an interview with, like, one of the Shinedowns. I can't remember who it was. It might have been their drummer or something. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, no one listens to each other anymore. And we all we do is just scream at each other. <laughs> like, it was literally almost That's some Joaquin Phoenix stuff It was almost right a word-for-word, that stuff. I'm like, this is the most basic stuff you can possibly say. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but this album, okay, it does have some things to say. Whether yes, it, it does, does it successfully, that's up to us. Yeah. Well, that's up to you to decide, yeah. but it's up to us because it's our podcast. Yep, our podcast, we decide what is. Yep. So, okay, Curse, you want to lead us out into the first song? I would love to. Dear Diary! Diary of Jane. Brad, this song was offensive to me. There's a lot of screaming. They need to settle and cool it down. Yeah. My first thought was, this song is wild. Between the yeah. spoken word, shut the beep up yep. to the screaming to the clean yeah. lyrics this song just kind of goes all throughout yeah and there, there, there's definitely a fun like chaotic energy <coughs> to this song and like i i feel like a lot of albums that we've been listening to like some of them kind of start a little softer mm-hmm. with like the first song i like that this song starts with an explosion yeah and so i was looking up some stuff about this song and this song is kind of inspired a little bit from the original resident evil mm, okay like okay. you know a zombie eating someone's yeah. face and even though the song was okay I can't really tell when the song was recorded. I get the sense it was recorded during COVID. So, okay, I was... I, I'll talk about some later research did about, like, specific songs, but it seems like this was recorded early-er 2020. Okay. Um, there were a few songs that, like, mentioned COVID, but weren't necessarily inspired by COVID, if oh, that makes okay. sense. okay, that makes more sense. Because what the song gave me, the it gave me the feeling of someone going nuts during lockdown. Yeah. And I think that, like, what's cool is that with a lot of these new albums, and, like, this is from 2020, so it's not necessarily new, but this is still in the COVID era of albums. Yeah. Or, like, kind of seeing how people, like, reacted to, like, both social things and, like, other, like, political things differently based yeah. off COVID. Like, yeah. some people just took one lesson from us, and that was like, we shouldn't be canceling people. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. people took like, well, we should be in lockdown. Yeah. Whereas like, Bring Me the Horizon was like, well, the world's melting, mm-hmm. <laughs> for one, and like, everything's crazy, so we're gonna write a crazy album. Yeah. And I have to say, this song has some really good breakdowns. It does, yeah. That's one thing I will say over and over. Most of these songs have some pretty good breakdowns. Yeah. And crazy energy. And I do think that the album itself is a fun listen. Mm-hmm. My favorite lyric was, Dear Diary, dog stop barking, probably because I ate his face. That was exactly mine. <laughs> Any other thoughts on that one? No, it was just, it's a fun zombie song. I gave it a 13. I gave it a 12, so we were, we were out in the, we the same. Lockstep. Uh... Alright, but then we're getting into one of the, one of the songs that, okay, I first heard this song through an AMV. And, and it's I, a very good AMV. It's an excellent AMV. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I love AMVs. Okay? As do I. Join our Twitch stream later where we watch AMVs for five hours. <laughs> <laughs> that actually might be a good idea. It would be really fun. We just watch AMVs and talk about them yep. like, this AMV is a 10. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Brad, tell me what your first point was about Parasite. Okay, so the, the intro is something straight out of an anime opening. Yeah. Which, this is actually one thing people complain about with this album, hilariously enough. It's like, really? it's too anime for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's that. I mean that to me that's that's a that's a bonus. Yeah. And uh, so the 
the opening, I believe, is Hungarian. Okay. So the, and I was like, okay, so don't want to be like um, English centric here, but I thought it was just random chanting. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. it is. It's Hungarian, and uh, the translation to the opening is he tilted the cap like that, up and down like this, like this. He tilted the cap like that, up and down like this, like this. I think okay. I think it's kind of cool when bands do this. I think like it's cool, too. Like, they add a little chanting in a different language. Because yeah. it just adds an element of curiosity to Yeah. It. Although, if you can understand the language, they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is silly. But, yeah, like, I really enjoyed the, the opening for this song. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, too. My first point was, I did a little research on this song. And, um, obviously, well, not obviously, because it's a really niche game. But uh, Parasite Eve is a game released by Square Enix for the PlayStation One, mm-hmm. and it is it's a it's a weird genre hybrid because yeah. it's it's an RPG that's that was like prime Final Fantasy era made mm-hmm. by the same people who made Final Fantasy. I think it was made like a few years after yeah. Final Fantasy mm-hmm. VII, yeah, ninety eight, yeah. um, and it's mixed with a Resident Evil style aesthetic Ooh. where like you play as this detective and um, she's fighting against this like alien life force called eve and mm-hmm. i want everybody listening to this to go and look up the opening cinematic for parasite eve because it's awesome yeah. if, if you like like scary like halloween type horror stuff because like it literally is like set in this movie theater and this lady starts singing and she is eve as mm-hmm. it were and she starts singing and everyone starts like vibrating and then everybody in the audience catches on fire and the whole like crux of the game is like this alien parasite that believes itself like higher than humanity because because it can control its own genetics and like make them like do it basically can make your genes do whatever you want and because humans can't do that it wants to evolve humanity above that which is really cool and That's like cool. I've heard that like the second and third Parasite Eve games are anime nonsense, but the first yeah. game people really like. Yeah, I was just gonna read what the lead singer Oil Sykes is his name. Is it Oil or Ollie? Ollie, not <laughs> Oil. Oil. <laughs> oil Sykes. He would say we'd heard about the pandemic in China, but then the similarities between what we were writing and started to become closer to reality. Every time there was a new story about it, we turn to each other and say, Parasite Eve, Ooh. not realizing the magnitude of it all. That's kind of fun, actually. Where are some of your other thoughts? And uh, so, Parasite Eve was not the only game that took inspiration in terms of the lyrics from this song. They also obviously took inspiration from COVID, like you said. Yeah. They were playing Doom Eternal while they were <laughs> writing this song as well, which came out in March 2020, which is like yeah. zero hour for America. Yeah. And uh, it's... Uh, this song rips. Yeah. This song just rips, man. Yeah. I really like this song. My favorite lyric was, when all the king's sources and all the king's mm. friends don't know their asses from their pathogens. Yeah. My favorite lyric was, um, and it kind of goes with like how it sounded, because it sounds really cool. When life is a prison and death is a door, this ain't a warning, this is a war. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that I, was lo- cool. I love that part. Yeah, it's it's. There's some weird parts of it, but overall, I like this song. Mm-hmm. I gave it a 15. I gave it a 19.5. 19.5. You know, we're still we're still in the zone. What did we say? Like seven or eight of a disparity? Like yeah. warrants a how dare you? Yeah, yeah. Not a how dare you yet. No, no, no. Tell what? tell me about. Well, I guess it's my turn to lead out in uh, teardrops. Mm-hmm. Which um, my, I mean, my number one point was. Some classic sounding emo silliness. Yeah. Well, it's good. What's funny is my first... Okay. Have you ever heard songs for the first time you hear it as a cover of it? 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. I this this was I heard as a cover by a woman named Vicky Sarkis, who she does some really cool covers. Oh, cool! I thought it was a pretty cool song. Yeah, it definitely is the is the first emo song on the album. Oh yeah, which at times can feel cringy, but mm. this this one isn't too bad. Yeah, and uh, so my favorite lyric off of this was lost my halo now i'm my own antichrist yeah that was mine too i keep falling my here teardrops everything is so beeped (laughs) let it burn till it stops yeah it's a fun song oh yeah i really like this song um and uh this is on my workout playlist because you you gotta mix the anger with the emo on on the workout playlists yep yep it's 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 you know you gotta feel sad as you're pumping or running yep yep i feel so sad (laughs) i have i have the cover version of this on my rain playlist nicely done that's how that's how it goes what score did you give it I gave it, let's see here, a 14. I gave it a 17. Nice. Pretty close, pretty close. I'll take it. No how dare you see it. Nope, nope, nope. I I don't, okay. I'm, okay, there might be one how dare you. But, uh, maybe. We'll see. We'll We'll, see. see. Can we get through an album without a how dare you? We've done it before. We've done it before, but it's been a while. It's Mm -hmm. been a while. And then we get the song that's literally the meme. Obey. You will (laughs) obey. (laughs) Um, I, uh, I felt like this song was kind of, like, both a reflection on, like, mental health, but also, like, societal expectations to, like, conform, even if, even if you, like, feel, like, really unhealthy. So, I looked up what the lead singer said about, and he said, you're subjected to horrifying, tragic, traumatizing stuff on a near-daily basis through the news. We fed this information in a way that we're not meant to react to it. The worst thing ever has happened to us, but don't panic, it's fine, we're taking care of it. Yeah, it's like, and I feel like this is very endemic of like that 20, I'm going to say, I mean, I'm just going to go out and say it like 2016 to like 2020-ish, like the Trump era. Yeah. Like, and not just the fact that like conservatives America, but also the fact that like Twitter was so even more reactionary than it ever had been. Yeah. Like mixing all that together and being like, man, like doom scrolling wasn't even a word before that. No, but it, it, that, I agree with him on that, like. We spend a lot of time absorbing this awful news, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? I don't know. Here's the next awful news. Yeah, exactly. Here's a leader saying, oh, it's going to be fine. Like, it's it's kind of like, you're just, it's almost a form of self-abuse, in yeah. a sense. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you're reading through all this awful stuff, and even though a lot of it is true, is true. Yeah, it's still like you're giving you're getting a skewed view of reality, mm-hmm. especially during COVID when you're locked mm. in your house. Like I can and only imagine. everybody was so deep inside their own head at that point. Yeah, for sure. Um, this one was a bit more electronic, yeah. while also being harder. And that, I, it was yeah. a strange mix, but I liked it. I liked this mix a lot. <laughs> um, I liked the chorus a lot, and my favorite lyric was "We're only gambling with your soul." Yep, that was mine too. But I also liked Away Now Now, There's Nothing to See Here, It's Under Control. Mm-hmm. I'm also a sucker for Sinister Whispers in Heavy Song. Yeah. The song this is wonderfully followed by, You effing monsters are people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this song was a lot of fun. I gave it a 16. I gave it a 17. Ooh, I really like this one. I like it. I like it. And like, so I had heard like all the songs out of this album before we listened to it like for the podcast, but... yeah. Upon a re-listen, this is one of the songs that really stood out to me more than it had before. Yeah, this is definitely one I want to listen to again. Mm-hmm. But now we're getting into a really oh, yeah. fun one. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is Itch for the Cure and K 
Kingslayer. So, um, I mean, the the number one point's got to be, I want to be a Kingslayer. I want to be Kingslayer. <laughs> I, it's really curious, such a banger intro, and the way it starts spoken word, then throws in baby metal, just yeah. throws in. You're just like, baby metal. <laughs> um, and... So the lyrics for the the intro, the itch for the cure, um, it seems like they want to convey that like power is shifting, uh-huh. and it's like power is shifting almost towards like our own freedom and our own kind of like evolution. Yeah. But then we shift into like Kingslayer, and Kingslayer is more of a reflection of like, okay, so you have this freedom, but this freedom can be terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that yeah. was really fun. Like, did you have any thoughts about like itch for the cure? Uh, I didn't have a whole lot of thoughts for Itch for the Cure. It's a strong intro. Yeah. Kingslayer, though. Oh, man. This was my introduction to Bring Me the Horizon. What a song. They man. Both both they go hard and Baby Metal goes hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I, I really enjoy Baby Metal. Me too. We got to do a Baby Metal album oh, yeah. sometime. And it's kind of funny because, like, obviously there are some, like, older metal fans who are like, eh, Baby Metal. But then, like, all the musicians that are involved in that genre really like them. Like, yeah. Rob Zombie and Bring Me the Horizon mm-hmm. and Judas Priest. So, yeah. you know. I mean, if if the kings of heavy metal are uh, lifting them up, then there you go. They're metal. Yeah. Well, I loved, um, my favorite lyric was, Forever you are the apple of my eye. I sacrifice my life to find you. Angel of the blade. Kingslayer. Like, oh, man. Um, so before I get to my favorite lyric, um, I have a question for you, bro. Okay. Is this the most unique song in Two Dudes Rank Tunes history up to this point? Oh, that's a good question. I think so. Yeah. Because it's a weird mix of things. You've yeah. got sort of a screamo slash clean vocal, like this guy saying the F-bomb a lot. J-pop. And, and then you got J-pop. J-metal. Yeah. I thought they mixed pretty well together. Oh, Because yeah. something like this could very easily not work. Yeah, th- this could have very easily like been like just straight cringe. Mm-hmm. Um... And my, my favorite lyric is just, Kingslayer destroying castles in the sky. And I'm like, I want to destroy castles in the sky. Yes. Like, does this song have a point? Uh, who knows? I mean, like, from, like, a macro standpoint, it seems like a song about, like, coming out of, like, a Matrix type of thing and, like, kind of, like, elevating beyond, but, like, also not being able to turn back yeah. from that, like, heightened state of awareness, which That's I think is fair. fun. Um, and then... Baby Metal does speak a little Japanese in the middle. And, yes, what do uh, they say? The Japanese translates to, Dark, this world is so dark that I can't see. The future won't disappear, but I want to obtain another world. System failure. <laughs> and I'm like, I love these edgy lyrics so much. This song just friggin' bangs. Yep, yep. What score did you give it? 20. I gave it a 20. Woo! First banger. Yeah! Banger. That's the first time we've agreed on a 20 in a long time. Oh, yeah. Because I can't think of anything bad with this song. And I mean, yeah, like, this is... If I were to, like... This would make it into my top 100 songs of all time, probably. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, e- like, so re-listenable. Yeah. So definitely, much fun. Definitely one of the songs I've listened to the most this year. Um, just, I have no bad things to say about it. No, really good one. But then we get right back to the emo stuff. <laughs> one by one. What what do you think about that song? Um I mean, I'm trying to figure out what it could mean. Like at first you think, okay, one by one could be, oh, you're your own worst enemy, but then yeah. you hear the lyrics, it's like one by one. I'm like, okay, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so my favorite lyric was reliving my memories and they're killing me one by one. So mm-hmm. I guess like, um It's kind of like 
I, I kind of took from it that it's the imagery of suffocating under the weight of your own thoughts mm. and, like, how we can kind of, like, spiral ourselves by, yeah. like, thinking of, like, really, like, repetitive thoughts that are, like, negative and, like, yeah. that, like, yeah. death spiral. So this album has a couple of I Hate Myself songs. There's yeah. no other way to put it. Yeah. Which, okay, there are two ways to look at this. Mm-hmm. You could look at this. This is important because you need to be able to get those emotions out. And sometimes people have that and it can be purging. And it also this also could be like a breakup song too. Yeah. Other times it can be like, eh, the song just seems to be negative just for the sake of being negative. Mm-hmm. Which, that's kind of up to you how you view the yeah. song. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought Nova Twins, who features with them and Bring Me the Rising, weren't a good mix. But I heard them together and I bought it. Yeah, you know? yeah. They have a lot of guests. And while I do love guest appearances... The only flaw in that is, like, this song can never get played live. Or if it does, they're just going to have to have this awkward, like, them playing in the background. Or, like, have a recording of them or something. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, I'm pretty sure Baby Metal has retired. (laughs) Yeah. They're kind of they're kind of off the grid, for and, a I, bit. and I want to and I want to say that Kingslayer was the last song they released. Mm-hmm. My mean, favorite, yeah, my band. favorite lyric was the voice in my head say, "I'm just being paranoid, but it's bad for my health. How much I hate myself." Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It, I mean, this song this song's sad, but I thought it was I thought it was catchy too. Yeah, it's um, a catchy song. Yeah, I'll give it that. I gave it a thirteen. I gave it a fifteen point five. Not too far off. Not too far. Not okay, too far. Brett. For this next song, I'd like to issue a first. In uh, two dudes ranked tunes history. Okay. I would like to officially absolve you of how dare you status for this song. I will okay. not be saying how dare you no matter how far apart we are in the song. Okay. Because right. I think that this song is very much eye of the beholder more than most songs in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of songs are like that. There are certain songs though where it's like people are either going to love it or they're going to yeah. be like this is hot yeah. garbage. Yeah. So, uh, Ludens. Um, Ludens. So, I don't know why I didn't put this together, because I'm, like, I'm a fan of, like, game culture and, like, just game news and stuff, but, uh, this song is about the PS4 game Death Stranding, mm-hmm. and you told me this, and I did yeah. not know! Yeah, it was funny, the only reason I found out about this is I looked up the lyrics on, I think, like, lyrics.com and said, to the Death Stranding soundtrack. Which is which is fun. Um, yeah, my first point was time to march with my BB down to the water to please Hideo Kojima. <laughs> oh, Mister Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> which you know, I love Hideo Kojima. I love his games. I do think Death Stranding is a it's a it's a little too pretentious. Up his own butt. Yeah, just just a little. I bit. will say that listening to this song a bunch of times, it did make me want to go try out Death Stranding because I've never played it. Yeah, it's got some good parts. Yeah, like, like it's it, it's. It's more of an experience than a game. It seems like a game that you play for the vibes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, I am a sucker for a chorus that, like, the first time they sing it, it's soft, but the chorus gets louder yeah. throughout the album, and yeah. I, throughout the song, and I really like that about yeah. this. And, like, by the, by the end of it, like, when they're, like, screaming, Do you know why the flowers never bloom? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is pretty hype now. Will yeah, you, and then will you retry or let the pain resume? I liked that lyric a lot. Yeah, and I was trying to figure out what did Luden mean. So there are all sorts of meanings, but according to them, Luden is someone who uses their creative mental capacity and attempt to solve the world's issues. We need a new Luden. We need a new Luden. <laughs> and so Luden Ludens is also like the company mascot for Gojima's like production company. Okay. Have you seen a picture of what Luden looks like? No, I have not. All right, Luden. Kojima. My first, okay, I'm be honest. My first time when I heard this, I'm like, okay, 
the fact they're using like this word that no one really knows <laughs> and they're saying we need a new loot and i'm like yeah. that's that's just pretentious i'm sorry <laughs> so uh let's see this this is ludin <laughs> that's ludin i'll keep coming Okay. Yep. He's I mean, a spaceman. He's, he's a spaceman. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. That's yep. cool. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed this song the more that I listened to this album. And I will mm-hmm. I will preface this by saying my 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 scores kind of reflect the fact that I actually listened through to this album more times in, like, this past, like, I guess, review period than I have any other album so far. That's interesting. Because I was like, yeah, I can, I can just go for some more of this album right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, this song is it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, though. And mm-hmm. my favorite lyric was, how do I form a connection when we can't even shake hands? You're like the phantom greeting me. We plot in the shadows, hang out in the gallows. Uh-huh. And I, I like I like the cadence to the lyrics in the song. It's like, it's like, um, I need a new leader. And it's just, it just yeah. really, like, I like the, I like the flow of it. Alright, what you score give? did you give it? I gave it a 16.5. I gave it an 8. Whoa! Yep. This song, I was just like, this, this, is, this is weird, I don't like this. <laughs> and this is like, this is weird, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Yep, yep. But we're moving on to the last song on the album, and this one? <laughs> <laughs> this song, the most interesting thing about this song is how friggin' long this title is. Yeah. One day, the only butterflies left will be in your chest as you march towards your death. <laughs> yep, yep. Okay, did you know this song is supposed to be about global warming? You mean this just straight-up breakup song? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess the Earth and Bamry the Horizon are breaking up. Yeah, which I I'm guess. Like, okay, this is where. Okay, sometimes artists will have ideas of like this is what this song means, and it is so like the opposite of what they actually communicate. I'm like, that's stupid. Yeah. Sometimes just gotta be that stupid. That's fair. Yeah. But the song is Amy Lee singing on it, and I have to say, it's it's maybe I just haven't heard enough Evanescence, but it's weird to hear Amy Lee like saying the F word. Yeah, it I is. don't know why. It is. Because like he's definitely like someone we listened to when we were like fourteen, mm-hmm. like before we really got into the hard stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's a breakup song. The title is interesting, also a bit pretentious. Yeah. But you know, this is just how it goes. Yeah, like it's it. I kind of like interpreted this as like the death of a relationship and also the world, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely was interesting. I like the lyric. Tell me how it's gonna feel without my arms wrapped around you. But it feels pretty real when your skin starts to peel from the bone. Yep, that second, th- yeah. second part was mine. Yeah, you were dead to the world, now I'm dead to you. It was an interesting one. I think when it comes to breakup songs, there are a number of ways you can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do it in a very traditional way, or you can do it where we hate each other now. Or you can add, like, an apocalyptic element to it, which a lot of songs like to do. Yeah. Which, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I like the duet. I'm a real sucker for duets and songs. And mm-hmm. They did a pretty good job on this one. Yeah, they one. did. They did. Um, I thought the harmony was on point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what you look for whenever there's a duet. Yeah. Do they have good harmony? Mm-hmm. I gave it a 12.5. I gave it a 10. Ooh, that's your lowest ranking one so far. Yep. I, uh, yeah. I thought that this, this was a fine song, but uh, not the most hype ending. Yeah. It's also the fact that that, that title is so pretentious. Mm-hmm. I am sorry. That is a really... <laughs> it's like a paragraph. Yeah. So let's let's just read over what our scores are. So let me let me just rearrange these real quick. Yep. I like it when there's not as many songs because then it's easier to organize it in live time. Yes, there is. So number one with a perfect twenty, Kingslayer. Well deserved. Yep. Then Parasite E, seventeen point two five. Correct. Obey, sixteen point five. I like it. Teardrops, fifteen and a half. One v one, fourteen and a quarter. 
Dear Diary, 12.5. Luden, 12.25. And then Butterflies, 11.2.25. Well, here, here's, here's the deal. So my personal rankings is really not that far off. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I had... Um, so Kingslayer, then Parasite Eve, then Teardrops, which I think reflects perfectly so far. Yeah. Then I had... Then I had Ludens at number four, but other than that, the rest of them were pretty much in sync. So. Yeah, Kingslayer was number one for me. Ludens was a zero. So. Zero. 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 How dare you? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. All right, so give me your overall thoughts on this album. Um, I think that um, this song, this album, is definitely. I, I thought it was quality over quantity. I thought that like there's there is some really high quality mm-hmm. stuff in this album, and I yeah. think it's it's worth the listen just for like two or three like really top tier songs. Yeah, there's a lot of top tier songs, but I think that even like the other songs are fun enough to where it's it's a good overall album. Yeah, the album is kind of all over the place. I yeah. will say, oh, there's yeah. not much really much of a consistent theme other than mm-hmm. you know being emo, and there certainly are banger songs on this album, mm-hmm. and I do think okay. You go to this a number of ways. This album can't really decide what genre it wants to be, yeah. which is fine. Some yeah. people like that, some people don't. But mm-hmm. that's something to be aware of when you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's kind of. It's experimental. Yeah, and I will say that like it's easier to tell songs apart when they're experimenting a lot. That is true. Because <laughs> like with with some with some albums in the past, like. Man, a lot of those Shinedown songs blended mm. together. <laughs> oh, yeah. They sound very similar. Or, like, even on some of the higher quality albums, like uh, As Daylight Dies, it was a little tough for me to, like, tell a couple of those songs apart. Yeah. You could definitely tell them apart. Now, some of the songs make really good points. Others of them are kind of their own ass. Yeah. It happens. It happens. That's okay. What'd you give for your final score? All right. So, I, I decided to break out of the five-point scale. Or, like, the... Is it a is it like an eighty or an eighty five? Like okay. I give this album an eighty nine. <laughs> I gave it a sixty six. What? Okay. So I liked it, but overall I was like, eh, I don't know if I listen to this a lot. Alright. Other than a few songs on it. So you gave it an eighty nine? Yep. I really like this album. Alright. Let's do the division. Seventy seven point five. Is that tied Are you serious? Who's it tied with? One X. All right, let's give it one extra point. Bump it above one X. All right. It's a 78.5. That is what you call using science. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, this like, is... okay. I like, see, sometimes the whole is not, is greater than the than the parts. Sometimes and for me... The, sometimes the parts are greater than the whole. Yeah. And for me, I think the parts are... Some of the individual parts are really good, but mm-hmm. the overall album, I'd be like, eh, eh, eh. Mm-hmm. But that, that's me. And ever and that's that's what's nice about us because we we both have different things we look for in each album. Yeah, yeah. Bring Me the Horizon is a man. I would probably listen to a few other songs. I definitely want to see some yeah. of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that you necessarily are like running to go back to. No, not at all. And some bands are like that. Some bands are like, okay, I really like this one song, or yeah. I really like these set of songs. Well, and I mean, we even said like last week that like. We're not, like, jonesing to always be listening to Lindsey Sterling. Exactly. exactly. But, like, Brave Enough is number two right now. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll run through that real quick. Um, at the bottom, we have Planet Zero, 65, 62.5 by Shinedown. 1X, Three Days Grace, 77.5. Post-Human Survival Horror at a 78.5. Hotel California at a <laughs> 79. The Great Heathen Army by uh, Amon Amarth at 82.5. 
Notes from the Underground and As Daylight Dies are tied at 83.5. Um, Brave Enough by Lindsey Sterling, 85. And Indestructible by Disturbed, at, sitting at number one at a 90. It's going to be hard for us to agree to something that's, <laughs> that's higher than Indestructible. Yeah, unless we just... Okay, it would be fun if we both discovered a band where like, we both love it individually. It could happen. That could happen. It happen. Or it might be another Disturbed album. It could be a Sabaton album. It could something. be. Oh, that's, that's true. All right, so... I picked the next album for uh-huh. this one, and I'm going to give three hints, as usual. And, okay, the first hint is, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> is it Three Days Grace's new album, Explosions? No. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my head. Okay. The second one is Brother of Robert, Gold of Hay. <laughs> <laughs> Gold of hair. Brother of Robert. <laughs> um, hmm. Is it, is it a Sabaton album? No. Is it something metal? <sighs> uh, not really. <laughs> Alright, give me the third hint. Third hint. You're gonna get this time. Eggman. What? Eggman AMV. Oh. Wait a minute. Put it all together. Put it all together. In well, your brain. I feel like my mind always goes blank when we uh, guess these albums. Um, Eggman AMV. So the two that I mean come to mind are Live to Win. <laughs> I don't think it's Paul Stanley. <laughs> no. um, and the what's the other? Oh, it's Power Man Five Thousand. Yeah. Yes. Okay. See, the brother of Robert is referencing yep. the yep. fact that Rob Zombie's little brother. Yep. Yep. And the album is somewhere on the other side oh. of nowhere. Oh, is that the one with the head? Yes. 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 I want to pick this because it's we're skating in a spooky season. Oh yeah. Our man five thousand is a little spooky. And let me just say, spooky season is from September to October. Agreed. So that's the one we're going to be reviewing next. Oh, this that's the one that's going to be fun. That's a lot of fun. And I mean. I feel like post-human survival horror, that's a Halloween album, too. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us. Once again, I'm Bradley Cooper. And I am Curtis Cooper. Stay ranking. Rank!